Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final, the game, the series, and the road trip, and the result today is good, although it's a little bumpy ride toward the end there. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Tim Allen, my main man, Mayor Mitch, is uh, right here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And they get a two-zip victory today. Although, as I said, a little bumpy ride toward the tail end of this game. As uh, you would think, Woody Box Williams hater. No problem. And really, at the end of the day, it, it's a two-zip shutout. But uh, Woody does his job uh, going six scoreless in this one. And, you know, I'd bet, I'd bet every night, every game, Box Williams hater with a one or two run lead is going to be a victory. It, it turned out it was today. But Boxberger with a, a couple of base runners in, in the seventh. Williams allowed a base runner in the eighth. Hader allowed three base runners in the ninth inning, although all not his fault per se. But nonetheless, um, you know, a little bit, uh, little bit shaky, a little bit dicey, a little testy toward the end of this thing. The Brewers do end up with a split in Pittsburgh. A big win, guys. It really was. You did not want to drop. Three of four heading into the mathematical halfway mark, which is today. 81 games in the books, 46 and 35 here in the 2022 championship season. Double everything up now. We'll take a look at some of the numbers here. Offensively, we'll take a look at some of the numbers here with the team itself. And that one's pretty easy. They're on pace to win 92 games this year. About what you thought? Well, we're going to go back and revisit some of your own phone calls of your predictions way back in the first or second uh, week of April. Boy, is it flying by. Wow. Um, But we're going to go back and revisit some of those predictions. Those that said 92, you're spot on. Right on the money here. Well, at least through the halfway mark. Uh, I was at 94. Mayor Mitch, I know you had your, your predictions rolling around there. What did you have? I think I was higher. I think I was, I was close to a hundred. Really? I I, I thought the Brewers, I mean, just with, with the talent you had and the pitching staff and and they could still get there. Um, but, and how bad the division is, I thought they were going to beat up on, on those bottom three teams. And I I guess they have for the most part, but, um, yeah, I I was up in the 98, 99, and maybe even a hundred on some days. uh, And you're not alone. A a lot of people were, and that was uh, in large part based on a projected offense that you thought would be better than this, but it was also projected on that pitching staff. Well, to not get beat up all season long. You know, Adrian Hauser goes on to the I.L. the other day. And, uh, you know, Woody's been on the I.L. And Freddie Peralta's been gone forever. And, you know, you slip up just a little bit, 
a guy like Eric Lauer, if he takes a little bit of a step back, I mean, that that just compounds the issue. Uh, But 92, pacing, pacing to 92. And I think it's okay. I do, guys. I'm not overjoyed with it, but I'm pretty, pretty decently satisfied in this. 46 wins in the first half. If you look at, let's just look at this road trip, okay? The road trip into Tampa and Pittsburgh, what did you think was going to happen? Now, this, this, this is my twisted way of justifying this, okay? What did you think was going to happen? You probably had predicted uh, objectively that they were going to split in Tampa and take three or four in Pittsburgh, right? That's, that's four wins. That's four and two. Well, that's what they did. They just did it a little bit different. They took two games in Tampa and split 2-2 in Pittsburgh. So in essence, yeah, you come out the same on the other side a little bit if, if you expected a 4-2 and two, uh, road trip. We didn't expect a 4-2 and two road trip once you won the first two in Tampa Bay, that's for sure. But nonetheless, it was a big win. Sizable victory today to get to the mathematical halfway mark. And I'm pretty convinced, guys, it will be better in the second half because I just don't think you'll have as many challenges here that you did in the first half. Hey, things tend to tighten up in a pennant race. I understand that. You know, they do. They squeeze the bat a little bit harder. You're tugging on, on curveballs a little bit more. You're, 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 you're yanking sliders, and, you know, I get that a little bit. But I think this is a team that has been through this this, this, this is nothing new. A pennant race is nothing new to a Craig Council-led team and to a lot of these baseball players on this team. I think it will be better. So if they're pacing 92, give them a couple more wins, a couple, two, three, four more wins, they they will have a shot to break the franchise record in regular season victories this year. They, they will. I'm, I'm convinced of that. I, I really am. They're going to get healthier. The schedule's going to get friendlier. You know, all those things come into play. Now they do. Hey, the schedule is still, uh, even though the road away uh, schedule is, isn't as bad, but the home schedule, I mean, there are some there are some tough series here. They've got their hands. It's going to be fun. Buckle in. It's going to be fun second half of the 22 championship season. 799-1250. We'll get some uh, reaction out of you. Two zip. Brewers get the victory. Marshall. You're going to be first up here on The Fan. Uh, happy holiday weekend, 4th of July weekend, and uh, you're on The Fan. Well, happy same to you guys. Thank you as always. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I have I saw a good chunk of the game. I've had a busy day today. i in church this morning, and believe it or not, I haven't seen any tennis today. I've been that busy. So uh, that's going to be a big thing for me before I do my 4th of July stuff t- tomorrow morning. But uh just on to the game, guys. Um, great win. Yeah, it was a little itchy there in the ninth inning. Uh, but you know what? Let's just, for a minute, just sit back. I agree with everything you said. I think they're going to be as good or better during the mm-hmm. second half. I totally agree. Um, and and But I predicted 92, guys. I was a little more modest. But I well, definitely you're right on the money, Marshall. a little better than that. And I just think we have to sit back, and I know it's tough sometimes, but you got to give your opponents some credit. The Pirates have some great individuals. They they were at home. They have they have a t- 
nice team building there. And, you know, you know Brian Reynolds, uh, K. Brown Hayes, et cetera, Suwinski, these are good ball players. And we just caught them on, an, on a weekend where they were playing pretty good. I'm, I, I agree 4-2 and two is what I thought. I thought it would go the other way, 1-1, one, 3-1. One, one, but, hey, any way there, any way to get there. And uh, I, I'm thrilled. I'm pretty thrilled considering the injuries, considering – um, you know, the, the, the keeping us the same lineup, the same pitching staff on the field. It's almost like the way the Bucks were this year, you know, keeping that, that big lineup on the floor. And it ended up sadly costing us in the playoffs. But hopefully that won't be the case with the Brewers. But uh, I'm, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think it's well said. I think we're going to do well. Uh, let's just come home and go get them tomorrow. And uh, I know some people from my church who are going to be at the game tomorrow. So... Uh, I think we're going to have a nice crowd tomorrow, and uh, let's go get them. And uh, yeah. and I'll just say from the other love of mine, let's hope the Americans do well overseas, guys, too. So <laughs> let's just yeah. have a great week ahead. Happy Fourth and uh, and uh, happy Independence Day. And let's yep. let, let's go have a great second half of the year. Yep, same same to you, Marshall. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. They get the uh, two-zip victory in our regular Sunday phone call with uh, uh, Kenny and West Bend, Beer Count Kenny, and uh, you're, you're right in the heat of battle right now. Crack one open. Ah, Jimmy, there you go. Let me tell you nice. something. Happy 4th of July to everybody out there. But this is one of the times of the year when you can have a fifth on the third for the fourth. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, there you go. You had to think about that one, didn't you, Tim? Yeah, I did. I did. Nevertheless, uh, I still say they're over a 100-win team. I said this when the beginning of the season. I'm probably one of the only ones that has said that the team was going to win over 100. They win 55 or more in the second half, and they're right there. And they can easily do it. They went through the worst time of the season so far. The injuries whether it's pitching, whether it was offensive guys, uh, having to bring people up, and they're in first place with 46 wins. So you got through what I consider to be the worst part of the season, and now you got a chance to sit, reset, get ready for the second half. You sweep the Cubs, you continue to move through. And people, there's going to be moves made. No two about it. Yep, you yep. gotta you, you gotta replace Peralta, and you gotta put another bat in the lineup that's consistent. They're going that, to uh, they're they're going to make some moves, but they're also going to be healthier guys. They're not going to have this kind of Hunter Renfro on and off the IL, Colton Wong on and off the IL, Luis Urias all all banged up. I mean, come on. I mean, remember, they've they've they've, okay. they've gone through their fair share. Yeah, correct. Plus, remember the climate that we're playing in. You know, uh, here in the Midwest, you have it's been a cooler spring. So, yeah, you're going to have injuries, but now we're going to get into the dog days of summer. Things are going to heat up. Players are going to get much more healthier. The, the more heat, the better, especially for baseball. So it is what it is, and now it's time to move forward. But they mm-hmm. put themselves in position to not only win the division, potentially to their second World Series and actually win their first. So we'll see what happens. But I, everything right now is shaping up to be unbelievable for the team because they have gotten through what they've gotten through. And with that being said, here's the way it's going to, you know, we're, we're going to see what they're going to do offensively. If this team can get better offensively with more consistency, the pitching will come through. 
The yeah, picking and, will come through. And and I agree, I agree. Kenny, enjoy your uh, Fourth of July weekend. Jimmy, all right? I'm I, in the I'm, North Woods. I'll be in Park Falls tomorrow. <laughs> okay, have fun. Been we'll there many times. All right, take it easy. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. It's not just the big names that have been hurt this year, and keep that in mind for the second half. That's the thing. It's it's tested the depth of this team because guys like Gott, Gustave, Jake Cousins, that changed the whole makeup of that bullpen because it turned it into Trevor Kelly, Peter Streslecki, Luke Barker, I mean that's what that's what happened to that bullpen. Let's I mean the easy parts are wow, you lost Woody, you went to the IL. Well look at that. Hauser's the IL. You lost Freddie Peralta sixty days. It's it's way more than that, guys. It is. And I, I just don't think just based on the numbers that you know, you're gonna have as as bad a second half in terms of injuries as you did the first. And and as I said before, the position player group offensively too, they've had their fair shares, but a little bit of reinforcements on the way, I think, in terms of a trade, but also the roster move today, Tyrone Taylor placed on the concussion seven day and uh, Pedro Severino. This is interesting because, you know, that's three catchers and I think it provides Craig Council with another luxury Although they're thin on the outfield, and make no mistake, but it does provide a luxury to counsel to go with the pinch hitter. If Omar doesn't start today, we're on a given day, let's say. Other teams out of lefties, they got to come with a right-hander. That's Omar as a pinch hitter. You don't have to worry about burning your second catcher late in the game. You do have some first-base experience with Severino, at least in the minor leagues, uh, Caratini as well has played a uh, little more than a handful of games in the big leagues at first base himself. If you want to go to Les, get him off his feet for a, a DH. Uh, McCutcheon uh, as the DH. Yelich as the DH. You do have options here. However, when Taylor comes back, I do wonder about Keston Hira. And again, if, if I'm Keston, I'm a little nervous these days. So, <laughs> Keston, you've got a week, I think before it's really nervous time. We'll take a break here, come back. You want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Brewers get the victory. The halfway mark is today. We'll get into our calls of the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse up next. And they were a bunch of you guys that made predictions earlier this season. We'll take a walk down memory lane just to see what you guys were predicting back in the first, say, eight or so days of April. Some of you were right on the money here. Brewers 46 and 35 at the mathematical halfway mark of the 22 championship season with this victory. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show right here on The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Welcome back. Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Brewers beat the Pittsburgh Pirates in the fourth and final game of this weekend set. They split the series 2-2, but uh, the road trip goes 4-2. 
and the first half of the 22 championship season, 46 win total. So this is the easy, simple math where we can just double up everything. I mean, you take a look at some of these numbers, you double them up, the 46 win total. Of course, that's uh, 92 victories on the season. Good baseball team. I think, uh, you know, anytime you win 92 games, you're, you can be defined as a good baseball team. All right, are they a great baseball team at 92? That we can debate. Um, Will they get to that 90, I don't know, 95, 96 mark, 95 last year? Um, And, you know, tying a a franchise mark of 96 victories, well within reach, of course. You you just double up the numbers. For example, let's let's take a look at this. So let's, for example, go Christian Yelich. So Mitch, Mitch uh, producing the show today. Let's just check his batting average after today, and I believe it's a what eleven, twelve game hitting streak now for Yelly. Uh, two fifty six for okay. Christian Yelich right so now. So are you going to be happy with two fifty six for Yelly? No, <sighs> I, I won't be. No. at the end of the year, uh uh-uh. uh. I need I need like two sixty six, two seventy six. I, I at the very least, I, yes. I've adjusted my expectations a little. I still expect quite a bit out of the guy, but um, you know. It's not looking like that 300 guy is coming back anytime soon. Double up the home runs. He's got 16. Yep, eight homers, 30 RBIs. So a 1660 guy. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Jonathan VR. Yeah. I thought we already got rid of, got rid of Lorenzo Cain. <laughs> I mean, 1660, hitting 256. Now, the on base will take that. Yeah, uh, 348, 742 OPS, though. Yeah. That's that's like league average yeah. at best. Right around, yes. So, okay, let's go to Willie Adamas. Willie Adamas, 214. Not Yikes. getting not getting nearly as much uh criticism as Christian Yelich, but uh 214, but he has 16 homers and 45 RBIs. 3290 guy. 3290. Welcome back Travis Shaw. We uh yeah. we welcome you back. Uh, yeah. Mayor of Ding Dong City. That's, and then what's his on base? So he is at uh, 289 OBP. Yikes. Wow. 760 OPS, though. I mean, a little yeah. higher than Yelich. Which it, is... it is. It is. All right. Rowdy Telez. These, these should be fun. A little better. 240 average, 16 homers, and 53 RBIs. 32106. So that's pretty, a little that's bit good. better. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take that. The. You know, um, again, the average has been a little on the inconsistent. That's been a little bit of a roller coaster for Rowdy, and I think that's the final. That, that really is the final piece of his offensive game. It really is. Is is getting that average to where it can be consistently at a at a respectable level. But you know, you'll take that out of some of these thumpers. But um, let's go, Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon is a two fifty seven hitter with a three twenty two on base. Uh, seven home runs and 32 RBI. 1464 guy. Uh, mm. Right around a 250 batting average. I would expect, I don't know if I'd be that particularly overjoyed with at the end of the year. That needs to improve. So three of the first four hitters, essentially, I think we can all agree, they've got some work to do. They they do. Uh, what about uh, a guy like uh, Luis Urias? Now, again, injuries have had a, a, a part in his season here. You'd say the same for Adamas missing 20 games due to injury as well. Weicho is 229 with a 321 OBP, so not horrible. Nine homers and 26 driven in 
for the year. So he's the 1860 uh, guy. In 53 so, games. Yeah, and, and the games are lower. So I, I would assume that those are going to bump up. You could say 20 to 25 and maybe 70. He's going to end up with essentially in terms of power numbers almost identical to what he was last year. And that was 2375 on the homers and RBIs. All right, uh, Colton Wong, just in and out of the lineup, yeah, on and off games. the IL. 58 this games is tough. for Wong. He is 235 with a 325 on base. Um, and he's at uh, three, uh, six homers and 21 driven in. Yeah, I, I would imagine that's going to be roughly the same, although I think the batting average is going to come up a little bit in the second half for Colton Wong. He has been uh, swinging the bat much better since since being activated off the IL. So it's kind of a quiet little, uh, decent little road trip for, for Colton Wong. How about Omar Narvaez, their primary catcher? Omar Narvaez, 258 with a 347 OBP, just three homers. He had the third one today and a 16 driven in for Omar, but only 46 games. Yeah, just 46. So he's playing in about half the games, a little more than half the games. And I look for that to probably continue. I think he should play more. That's that's me. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Caratini's been doing a nice job, uh, and then you have Severino into the mix now. Also, I mean, you now let's go Hunter Renfro. I know he's on the IL yeah. right now. Fifty four games for Hunter Renfro on and off the IL the last month or so. Uh, he's at thirteen homers, twenty seven driven in with a two forty seven average and an exactly three hundred on base. Yeah, the, the on-base needs to come up a little bit. A little bit of a down year for him so far, despite the injuries. And that has derailed things a little bit for Hunter Renfro. But, again, you see the, the, the point here. All of these guys have a reasonable ceiling to crawl up to. And I'm not saying they're going to reach the pinnacle. I'm just saying there's room there to at least make advances to the point where the offense will be much better in the second half. You don't even have to even get close to the ceiling part of it. But just just take a, you know, a couple of steps toward it, and you have a better offense, all told. And that's why I'm still saying, and we're seeing it as of late, we're just seeing better approaches up and down that lineup. We're seeing some strikeouts come down, balls in play a lot more often, little more aggressive nature on the base pass, so I, I expect that to continue for sure. All right, our calls of the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse, and that would come in right handy uh, right about now. Their home grill kit, you can forget about the A1 and ketchup. Yeah, I know some people put ketchup on steak. Uh, not needed here. With the seasoning and the uh, sauces that come with it, the butter sauce, I've experienced it. Uh, I really could go for a... That sounds really, really good. A medium medium rare uh, ribeye right about now. And and all seasoned up and sauced up by 5 o'clock steakhouse. Okay, so sit back. You might hear yourself on the radio here. This was back in early April when throughout a span of a couple of shows here on the postgame show that I asked you guys and warned you that it'd be recorded and played a little bit later on during the year... I asked you to predict what kind of win total and how the season would go. Since we're at the mathematical halfway mark, let's do a little check-in with what you predicted early this year. Where are the re- Brewers going to be at the end of the year? They should be in the World Series at the end, and they should have the record for the Brewers as far as wins in the season. 
I'm going to go a little bit higher than the guys. I know I'm an internal optimist. I'm going to go 98 uh, wins, and I think they're going to lose the uh, the NLCS. That's my theory. Well, 93 and 69, and uh, I want to I want to say that we aren't going to have any pitchers, any any Cy Young uh, winning anything like that. I don't see us getting any of those awards this year. I don't. I think it's we're just going to go 93 69, win the division. It's at NLCS, and and I think too, I, I like to see us have another chance at at the, at the NLCS against the Dodgers, and who knows what happens from there. But I like our pitching. I just don't know that we're going to have the years we had last year. Ninety plus wins, win the division. Um, we're back in the NLCS. I'm hoping for a rematch against the Dodgers. I think it will be, and if if we get to that point, to me, successful season, and we'll see what happens. I I want a rematch of 2018. I I think we can take them down. As far as I'm concerned, I think their hitting is actually going to be better. I think Yelich and Hira, you know, a little regression of the mean in the, the positive way, I think they're going to be a little better. But the starting pitching to me, you know, all, all preseason I heard about, oh, it's the best staff in baseball. And, and, and they didn't look like that in spring training. And, and they don't have the track record. It's not like we're throwing Scherzer and Kershaw out there. These are these are young guys. And so there may be a little bit of a step back. So, um Maybe I'm a little more pessimistic, but I see this team around 85 or so wins and competing for the division title. This team has a lot of upswing. People should be excited because they're going to be damn good. Chris, how do you think they'll do this year? Uh, 83 and 79. (laughs) Wow. Give me a quick prediction on how they're going to do this year. Go. Uh, 91 and 71. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you two scenarios. I'd say right now what I feel like is they're at that 88-89 win uh mark and at this point I would I would say that they're going to be a wild card with with the projection of outside of the Brewers. This is what I I fear is that the Cardinals are kind of on their last rodeo, the goodbye tour with their three big guys and and I feel like if they're there, or they're close to there, their front office is going to go all in. They're going to say this is the last time with Wayno, um, with Yachty, and of course with Pujols, and so let's just go all in. And I feel like they're going to be aggressive um, down the stretch, and I wonder if uh, Stearns and Atanasio will be. I hope they will be. My, I feel like the ceiling is, you know, with another piece or two, or if uh, you know if everything falls into place, I like 100 or 101 wins. But right now, I see us, if everything stays even and then projecting forward for sure that the Cardinals are going to add a few pieces and be motivated, I kind of think that we're going to be wild card 88-89 wins, how I see it. Well, I'm a pessimist when it comes to the Brewers. You know, I went through all these years of having hitting and no pitching, and then we had the dream year pitching last year, and all we needed was a little decent hitting. And so I think it'll be like a repeat of last year where – We'll have our ups and downs, and we'll squeak out all these games. I mean, we almost – we rarely have, like, a game where we, like, have ten runs and the other team has one. And then, yeah, and we'll get in – we'll probably win the division. But, yeah, now I'm a little nervous when they were – that guy's comments about the Cardinals. But but I don't think we're not going to be a World Series winner. We'll, we'll, maybe if we're lucky, we'll get to the, uh, you know, the, the championship, the divisional division thing. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. 
All right, Brewers get the victory today to zip the final. And uh, you just heard right there, uh, we had 83 win total prediction, upwards toward 100. That's fun, going back in time and hearing that stuff. You missed the game today. The Brewers did get the two-zip victory. Here's how it played out according to the numbers. Christian Yelich went one for four today. Willie Adamas one for three with a walk. Rowdy Telez goes 0 for four. Andrew McCutcheon 0 for four. Colton Wong went 0 for three with a walk and a big run scored to get on base in front of Omar. Luis Urias one for four. Uh, Omar Narvaez one Big one for three, two RBIs, a run scored on the two-run homer in that fifth inning. Jace Peterson goes one for three. Jonathan Davis goes 0 for three. Pitching lines today, Brandon Woodruff. Solid might be an understatement. Six shutout innings on six hits, no walks, and eight strikeouts. He threw a total of 94 pitches. ERA now under four at 395. That's a step in the right direction. His last two starts... Prior to these two starts, his ERA was at 474. Uh, he almost took a full run off of that with the last two starts. <clears throat> Brad Boxberger, one inning pitched, one hit, no runs, one walk, and a strikeout. Devin Williams, one inning, uh, no runs on a hit, and three strikeouts. Josh Hader into all sorts of trouble. Uh, gave up uh, a hit, a walk, left the bases loaded, a couple of strikeouts, but got the job done with save number 25. Brewers, they get two runs on just five hits, no errors. The Pirates, no runs on eight hits with an error. The win goes to Woody. He goes now to 7-3. and three. The loss goes to Thompson. He drops to 3-6. and six. Hater, as I said, save number 25 and the 46th victory here on the mathematical halfway point in the 2022 championship season, 46 and 35. We're going to hear from Craig Council next here, Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show on the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Counts has to be pretty pleased uh, with the road trip at 4-2 and two and with definitely Woody's performance today. Two-zip final as the Brewers, Brandon Woodruff, Boxberger, Williams, Hayter, button it up for a shutout victory. Pirates had their chances, but Brewer pitchers made their pitches when they had to. Here's Craig Council. Yeah, I mean, look, our pitching's been, you know, we've been, we've been injured in the pitching, starting pitching front, so... You know, to get him back throwing the ball like this, um, it, it's definitely a big boost. Yeah, I mean, we lost a starter on this trip, so getting him back is, is a big boost. It had been almost two months between homers for Omar. That's pretty pretty good timing there today for him. Yeah, I mean, they you know they, they pitched well today. Um, you know, we got one one big blast um, that that helped us out, and it was um, you know kind of the nature of just everybody in the lineup doing something. Craig, we were. Trying to figure out in the ninth what Omar was playing. Was he trying to say the ball hit the? the yeah, he he thought it was a swing, a strikeout because it he swung and it hit the um, batter. Um, and I, I think he just got confused, kind of where the ball. I think the ball hit the umpire is what Corbin told me, and just where it ended up. I think he got confused because you know how why was it sitting right there? Yeah. What did you see with Josh's inning? Was able to get Reynolds there. 
Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, some of, I mean, he threw a lot of good pitches, and I think some of his, he just got into some deep counts. Some of his sliders kind of missed by probably too much. Um, he, he needs to throw them, but they just probably missed by a little, little too much, and so they had some pitches to kind of force the at bat along. Um, and then they, they had some good at bats. Four and two road trip, you'll take that, won't you? Yeah, I mean, overall, uh, a good road trip. We beat a good team in Tampa twice, um, you know, and we, you know, we, we got by um, the Pirate series with a very well, two very well pitched games. This is the rare double milestone, Craig. The mathematical midpoint and July Fourth, two of our favorite dates. Uh, do you, I, I know you still have some injuries that you're waiting for guys to come back. But do you kind of just like where you're at and? Does it feel like you're, you've gotten some guys back and, and sort of maybe you're over the hill on some of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, you know, we're at where we're at, you know, with, with injuries and there's 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 games the next, you know, two weeks. So we got to, that's always a possibility. Um, you know, I mean, as a group, I think we're, uh, we played a good, we, we've been playing well um, for the last couple of weeks, um, which means a lot of guys contributing, contributing to the cause. Um and we just we got a, another stretch here before the All Star break. Let's see, we got uh, 13 more games, I think, and then just keep going, keep going hard until we get that little break. We get a chance to ask you about Tyrone and his status. Is it um, was it was it from the ball that hit him in the yeah. forehead? Yeah, it wasn't like the yeah. He the he so he you know we obviously put him in the game on um, Friday night, and then at post game Friday, kind of back at the hotel, he, he had some symptoms that were con- were concerning enough that um, we need to make this move. Yeah, there he is, Craig Council after the Brewers two zip victory, and I would just add this to Council that. Um, they should be pretty pleased with ma- the uh, mathematical halfway mark here. When you, when you scoop all of the challenges that go into the, the regular challenges, you know, let, let's look at the normal baseball 81-game first half. Okay, that's challenging enough. But when you throw in injuries to a strength on your, on your team, and that's the starting rotation, you're challenged again right there on top of the regular baseball. You then throw in a brutal schedule, and make no mistake, don't let anyone fool you into this wasn't a, a, a nonsensical schedule in the first half, because it was. And then throw in the underachieving. Guys, I think you should be, well, at least I am, fairly pleased with 46 victories in the first half. I really am. Woody, back on the mound in domination form, and uh, we're going to hear from Brandon Woodruff up next here. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show, here on The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. Nice to have Brandon Woodruff back on the mound, and it's even better to have Brandon Woodruff back on the mound pitching like a stud. And he did that uh, today. He's done that a couple of starts here since being activated off the I.L., uh, with that ankle and the Raynaud syndrome uh, on his fingers. So let's hear from the Brewers' right-hander six shutout innings today. Yeah, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I just, uh, just try to go out there and those strikes get ahead and um, try to get some quick outs. And um, I guess it's good, it's good not to give any free passes because, I mean, they, they had some traffic today and I had to um, – work some but um when you're not putting them on with free passes that that helps out so 
um, yeah, that's that's good. I mean, I just I worked hard on trying to get my delivery and um, everything synced up, and and I think honestly I felt a little bit better out of the stretch than I did the the wind up today. So, uh, which I don't want to be in the, in the stretch, but that's when all the pitches count. So that was that was a good good sign. You don't want to be on the IL, I understand. Yeah. Was this a reset? I mean, you kind of uh, feel refreshed. Yeah, I mean, it's you can always use it as that. Um, it it sucks going on, but you, you kind of take it for what it is because you can't really do anything about it once you're on. And um, just use it as a mental reset, a physical reset, you know, just a total reset, I guess. And, um, and you just try to come back and, and get back to the picture you know you are, and I think that's just kind of what I've done. You never like uh, the timing of injuries, of course. You know, Adrian going down. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, you pitching well. Yeah. The timing there, I guess, is good, and that you're you're in a good spot right now when the team needs you most. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate. You know, it, it, that's just part of this game. You know, you don't know when it's going to pop up for guys who who go down or whatever. But that I think that's kind of that's what makes us so good. We just try to pick each other up, and um, I think. Um, you know, Hauser got some some good news in, in terms of you know what it what it could have been. So um, I know he's um, he's going to work extremely hard and get back and you know as soon as he can and um, when he feels right. And but yeah, I, I just think as a as a staff and as a team, we just try to pick each other up. And, and you know, it's unfortunate when people go down, but you know that's that's just part of the game. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. It is time to take a look at uh, tomorrow's game. It's game one of a three-game set against those guys from the south. They're back into American Family Field. It's 4th of July. Let's give them some fireworks. And, uh, Mitch, before we go, let's take a look at the matchups for game one. Yeah, for game one tomorrow at American Family Field, Justin Steele uh, takes the mound for the visiting Cubs. He's 3-5 and five with a 4-3-9 ERA, 1.48 whip. Eric Lauer goes for the Brewers. We'll see if he can uh, bounce back. 6-3 and three on the year with a 4-0-2 ERA. A couple of lefties going at it. Yeah, Eric lefty, Lauer lefty. needs... He needs a good start. He sure And he does. not only needs a good start, Mitch, he needs a lengthy start. He really does. He needs a six-inning plus. Well, June is over for him, so uh, let's, <laughs> let's was, turn the page. Man, that was rough for him in June. Wow. Okay, well, that's going to do it uh, for us here today. We'll turn you loose. Go enjoy your festivities. Be safe. And uh, we'll, we'll meet you again. You're in good hands tomorrow on the postgame show. For sure. Mitch, you want to give them the matchups for the postgame show tomorrow? It's going to be me versus Sam Schmitz. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that's a good battle. But, uh, yeah, get them a victory for Mayor Mitch. My name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great 4th of July. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. And smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.